does this kick end goal? Is he going to do anything for his defense with the high ceiling that they have, you know? He's starting Stefan Diggs! <laughs> Stefan Diggs is ranked 16th in his position. Shut up, Will! He's taking out the free agents and waivers. I don't like guys who are in the waivers. That's how you win the freaking league! Hello and welcome to Podcast Per Reception. I'm your host, Matthew Cave. I'm here with Nathan. Hello. Aiden. What's up? And Will. Let's go Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yes. This is like the first time we've all been together at like the start of a show in a while. So good work, guys. It's the first time. It's also the latest we've ever started. Yeah, because some people wanted to watch the strows and the rays and, i mean everyone did but all right you can follow us on go ahead will more like the nostros am i right all right that was worth it um you can follow us on twitter at pod per reception uh and then you can also find us on apple pod spotify and google podcasts i'm pretty sure ratnish is the most recent person to leave us a review and i don't want to ever read that again so I, i'm sure you don't either so please help us out please <laughs> we'll pay you money not real money but you could pay us money. That would be awesome. Uh, let's jump into it, guys. Let's jump into some news. Um, for It's mostly just injury stuff today. Uh, the One of the bigger pieces of news is basically all the Giants are hurt. So Sterling Shepard got a concussion. It looks like he's going to be out. This is his second one of the season. He's 100% going to miss this game. I would guess a few more weeks as well. Yeah, Aiden's $53 waiver wire pickup of him looking real good right about now. Uh, and well, then, that's not really fair. And then Gallman as well, he's also ruled out. And Evan Ingram, it looks like the chances are he's not going to play. He has an MCL sprain. That one kind of stinks because that's what cost him some games last season. Uh, yeah, that one's worrisome. Uh, yeah, so I don't really know um, if you really wanted to play a lot of these people because they're playing the Patriots on Thursday. So, I mean, you... you we're going to start Evan Ingram, but I bet you weren't, you probably weren't excited for Shepard or Gallman. Um, there is still some a, ch- a chance, I guess, that uh, Saquon Barkley plays. So watch that. But doubtful. Yeah, I doubt he travels. Yeah, but that's he will, it's a, he will definitely he will definitely travel. He won't play though. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, and Aiden, did you have this note about Dorset? Yeah, Dorset's also questionable with the. Uh hamstring so who knows how long he'll be out but he's a thursday night game too so okay uh, yeah i would check all yeah, those been the same game and we'll get to some giants on the when we go to our waiver wire um i'm not like really excited to play any of these guys um but yeah we'll get to them more anything to add on the giants nah you're staying away anyway uh sam yeah, i think i think they should bring back eli <laughs> ah, you're the only one in America. Uh, Sam Darnold's back, guys. Woo! Yeah, that means uh, Jameson Crowder's basically a WR1 now. Uh, it, it is a boost to everyone in the offense. I mean, Luke Falk is one of the worst backup quarterbacks I've seen in the NFL. Can you guys think of a worse one than Luke Falk? Trevor Eli. Simeon before Luke Falk. You Eli. Think, you think he was worse? <laughs> you think he was worse? Uh, probably not worse. Ryan Skelton? Ryan Skelton's one of the worst backup quarterbacks I've seen. Remember when Tavares Jackson was a starting quarterback for multiple years? He was better than this. Oh, speaking of the Vikings, though, remember the Josh Freeman game? Oh, yeah. Giants? 
Yeah, he was. Uh, do you guys remember that season where he led the Bucks to the playoffs? Yeah, I remember. Why I thought he was going to be good. Yeah, and then he was like, "Wait, I only throw picks." I would rather do cocaine. Ah, different. Um, so yeah, Darnold's back. I, no one's going to start Darnold, even in two quarterback leagues. You probably don't want to start him this week. But um, yeah. I think it's a boost for everyone in the offense. So Bell, um, I wouldn't start Crowder just yet. I would kind of wait and see, but it's going to be a boost for him. I'm interested to see how Robbie Anderson does because um, I think yeah, he's def- the most talented one. Definitely keep your eyes on the pass catchers. We're going to talk about Chris Herndon, the tight end later, who's coming off of suspension. But uh, this should be a straight upgrade for Lev Bell, who's just been getting tons of work and just going nowhere because the offense sucks. Yeah, he has like under three yards per carry. He has no rushing touchdowns, but he catches a lot of passes. I I think he's still going to get all the volume, but kind of stinks. I would actually buy low on him, maybe to see if you could get Bell for cheaper. Um, yeah, anything? yeah. I wouldn't be make, I wouldn't be making any trades or waiver picks up to this point in the season unless your team's kind of in a desperate place. I mean, if if you're if you are needing to make trades or waiver pickups, you've already lost your league. That's what I'm saying. Or disagree. Terrible. You can always do terrible. a one to upgrade, and that's what no, I always do. No, at some point, that focus takes away from, distracts you from winning championships. Like Will has never done in football. Correct. No, actually, I was the original champ. I, so the original untainted champ. So there was Darn this fellow named Ratney. Actually, football. Like the huh, last, Nathan, Fantasy football podcast, but Will's the one in now, football. But Nathan was kind of the last this one. needs to one. end. Yeah. Nathan Will, was sort bad. of the sort of the bad player in our league Mm -hmm. and then he finally won a championship but for the most part it's really been me sort of dominating the league and a little bit of help from a guy named macker wilson but he's in shambles now (laughs) so will what are your thoughts on david johnson's back i really don't pay attention to sort of the 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 riffraff of the league i really only look at sort of the good players and that's the ones i try to get on my team but david johnson's been like a top seven running back Again, I don't really pay attention to sort of the riffraff when I have two of the top three running backs. Uh, I actually didn't know about the David Johnson That's not true. (laughs) Will does not have two of the top three running backs. I know who the top three running backs are. Um, Uh, McCaffrey, Fournette, and... uh, uh, No. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. And Eckler. But not Fournette. Anyway, this is an extended aside. Let's talk about David Johnson's back injury. Yeah, uh, not too much news has uh, actually come out. Kingsbury, the fucker, says uh, it's not guaranteed that he'll start next week or play next week, so we'll just have to wait and see if he practices this week. Yeah, I I would pick up, we'll get to it a little bit, but I'd pick up Chase Edmonds if you have David Johnson. Otherwise, I'm not like super interested because like, you don't really know until like game time what's going to happen. But if David Johnson does miss, I think... Um, Chase Evans is a really good play. Probably top 20 back, I would assume. Yeah, he uh, he has not gotten many carries up until this game. He got a long touchdown in this one. Eight carries, I believe, for 60-something yards and a touchdown. And he got three receptions, too. You're really banking on Johnson being hurt for you to get any value out of that, though. And that makes you an absolutely horrible person. <laughs> I don't uh, bank on people getting hurt. I bank on drafting well. Oh, that's... Accurate. Um, so Jalen Samuels, he had an e-scope. That kind of stinks. He's going to be out, I think they said, at least a month. Which kind of, yeah, he was getting some work. He actually looked pretty good in that, uh, that <laughs> he offense. He threw a pick at that last game. That's funny. 
Yeah, he's he's a young DeAndre Hopkins throwing picks. Um, Everybody laugh. Don't like that. I think that so Benny Snell's gonna get some work probably, but I don't really. Are you guys have any interest in picking him up? Uh, Until we see him throwing passes in this offense, no, because the quarterback for the foreseeable future is gonna be, I think, Devlin Hodges. I've never heard of this guy. It's a last week. Mason Rudolph exited with a concussion, I believe. Uh, yeah, this offense looks pretty rough. I think this is a bad spot to be in. Yeah, I'd never heard of this guy either. I don't. Yeah, like bad. I said, if you're still making bad. waiver pickups at this point of the year, it's a lost cause. You shouldn't be thinking about that. That's <laughs> not even. Oh, go ahead, Matt. I believe they play the Chargers this week, so that's a good defense to pick up for this this coming week if they have to play this quarterback I've never heard of. Um, and then a piece of news for my boy right niche. Zay Jones got traded to Oakland. Woo! Does anyone care? No. 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 Cool, I don't either. I just thought right niche would care. Uh, any other news, guys? Hey, Matt. Uh, who did uh, right niche start over Juju? Uh, Auden Tate. And how did you fare against that? I, lo- I lost. Mm, seems bad. I mean, he did catch a touchdown. but See, that whole thing cut out, so I'm not sure what you said. Uh, Auden Tate uh, did catch a touchdown, well, but uh, I did lose. Right, and anyone else, start your studs. Don't overthink it. Yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, Ratanish is one of those teams that looks a lot better than he is, but he's going to regress a lot. Now, I'll kind of tell them a little bit about Ratanish. So... Do- do we need to? I think so. Uh, no, I don't think so. Actually, everybody knows it. <laughs> <sighs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's jump into top performers of week five. So, quarterback top performers, you had uh, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan at the top, then Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson killing it this year. Pretty crazy, but he is uh, he's just been on a tear. He's doing uh, Russell Wilson things. Yeah, as opposed to last season. It's back to like two years ago. Um, and But then two people that kind of snuck in the top five. Bridgewater was the big surprise. He threw four touchdowns in this game against Tampa. Three um, of them to Michael Thomas. Yeah. It was uh, it, it was a huge game for him. Um, are you guys looking to... Are you looking to pick him up to stream him until Drew Brees comes back? I, he plays at Jacksonville at Chicago his next two games, so I would assume probably no if you didn't draft a good quarterback coming out of the draft your team is pretty much trash by now and i would just ignore your chances of winning okay well first of all i don't like that advice but second of all no because uh, a piece of news that we forgot to talk about is that uh footage came out of drew Brees, like drew Brees tweeted this himself of him throwing the ball which i believe is a lot earlier than his uh injury timeline suggested in fact the timeline that came out when he got hurt with that thumb injury Suggested that even the projection was a bit optimistic, but I would think that Breeze will probably be back in time for the first juicy matchup that New Orleans will get soon, which will be Arizona. I, I have no interest in Bridgewater at Jacksonville or, God forbid, at Chicago. It is really cool. Yeah, to I, post, see him I posted a video of myself throwing the football to one of the groupies I'm in with uh, some of my boys, and uh, I'm actually going to be starting for. Uh, actually, the Dolphins uh, next weekend <laughs> because of that. Wow. I would call that a side grade for the offense. <laughs> it's, simil- it's similar. They need some Luke Falk in their lives. I've Have seen Will play, and uh, he's a decent tight end. 
Terrible quarterback. <laughs> Ringing I think, I think Nathan is the best quarterback, and whenever he replaces Aiden in our intramural leagues, that team does really well. Whoa. This is calculated bait. Do not take the line. We can't go there. It is really cool to see uh, Teddy Bridgewater play again, though, after his like, horrific injury a few years ago. It's awesome to see him play. Yeah, he's playing better. I think you're still frustrated if you're a Camara owner like myself, but the offense is moving well enough. They've won all of his games. Uh, don't start him the next two weeks, but yeah, uh, no downgrade for Michael Thomas. That's been nice. Yeah, he's been awesome. So last, the fifth one is Kyler Murray. Now, his next two matchups are at the Giants, at New Orleans. At the Giants is a very good matchup. New Orleans is middle of the road. It's, I, it's yeah, it's fine. But, He's uh, starting to run a lot more, though. Yeah, that's awesome. He didn't have a passing touchdown last week, and he got like 25-ish fantasy points, like 90 rushing yards. Yeah. So, back-to-back rushing touchdown games, too. Yeah, he, he's doing really well. I think he's just really safe because of that rushing, obviously. And then if he ever has like a blow-up game um, passing the ball, then he's he's just going to go off. But even if he stays where he's at right now, he'll, he'll be very safe rest of the season. But it's good yeah, to see him. Yeah, he's definitely a quarterback, top 12 quarterback. Yeah, yeah I believe I believe he's the quarterback 8 or so now, yeah, maybe the quarterback 10. He's, and he's he has a touchdown eight. rate of 2% on his passes, which is 2%, 2 percentage points, rather, below the league average of 4. Yeah, if you're rostering the quarterback 10, that basically means you're rostering the worst quarterback of anyone in your league. So uh, at that point, I would pretty much just, uh, maybe try for fantasy hockey. Well, that's <laughs> not true because somebody's rostering Baker Mayfield in our league and playing him every week. A lot of people. Yeah, also have Mitchell Trubisky smart. on that team. Anyway, Kyler Murray, uh, I love the upside. He's already been good for you. I think it can only get better. For I traded him for Lamar Jackson, so I feel pretty good. You got Lamar, right? With the side of Disley. Yeah, he yeah. did get Lamar. I actually don't know if I like that trade for you, but I guess we'll see. I think it's fine. I don't really care. <laughs> it's similar. Um, but yeah, good stuff from the quarterbacks. Upgrade. So running backs, Aaron Jones, just uh, four touchdowns. He had like 40-some fantasy points, 47, close to 50 points. He had 45 and half point. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty awesome showing. No Devontae Adams, so he was catching a lot of passes, and then he rushed for four touchdowns. So for those who were saying they were worried, like me, uh, he was pretty mad. Yeah, I would uh, I would see if you could potentially sell high on this. I don't mm. think that the receptions are going to be there every year or every week. I think he's going to get tons of touchdowns. He already has, but he had, I believe, eight receptions in this game, which is without Devontae, it's without Jamal Williams, who's normally the passing downs back. It's a lot of receptions and a lot of pass blocking work, but definitely a reassuring performance. He was great in pretty much every facet. Yeah, you can start him every week, even with those people coming back. But yeah, I, I agree. You should, if you can trade him for a really good running back, I would do it. Who are we talking I mean, about? Aaron Jones. Yeah, he's he's trash, and I try to get rid of him money while he's while he had a good game. So here's the thing. Uh, I think you hold him because I don't think you're gonna get the value that you want if you sell high. And the Packers have just shown they're just gonna run the football this year. So he's gonna get the work. He's gonna get the touchdowns. I'm perfectly fine with him as my running back one. See, I don't know if that's true because, like, Aaron Rodgers in that game had like three touchdowns that were, or three passes that were like stopped at the one yard line. They were caught at the one, or they were tackled at the one. Um, and then Aaron Jones rushed in, like. Yeah, so they're using in the short yardage. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's they would they would do that anyway. Look, I think the takeaway is he's not going to score forty five every week. But yeah, I mean, I think, has he had a bad week this year? Uh, he's no. had he's had down weeks, but like, he's not had a bad any, week. Like eight, he's been double digits every week. Yeah, so it's running back one. Yeah, it's, he's it's, he's definitely a low to mid running back one rest of the season. It's double digits though, and like some of them are like he's had seventeen rushing yards and two touchdowns. That's fine. He's gonna get the touchdowns. But I I just wouldn't bank on like two touchdowns a game from your running back to do really well. I mean, but he's there's there's that's definitely only on his room. down. That's only on his down weeks. There's room for regression. Uh, but he's in like a he's like a more talented Legarrette Blunt, worse offense, but he gets so many goal line touches. Even when they spend all these series like going four and out and not handing the ball off from the one, he's still getting tons of goal line touches. I don't think he's going to be the RB four for the rest of the season, which is what he is right now. But uh, if you can get somebody to treat him like an RB four to six overall, then like that's who would that huge be? Value. Who would you trade him for? Who would I trade him for? Yeah, uh, I don't know. See, that's where I mean, the that's where this theoretical like David Johnson. Part. Like, do you that's try to trade Aaron Jones for David Johnson? Apart. I'm not so sure. I would, oh, I don't. I would, I would. Theoretical absolutely falls apart right there, and that's why you can't be thinking about trades or waivers in this point in the season. I would take David Johnson over Aaron Jones if I had the choice. Yeah, but I'm not sure if the David Johnson owner would do that, right? Yeah, but that I... that's you're you're just seeing like who would do it. So like. You're not just trading him just for like a lateral movement. You're trading him to see if you can get like if you can get you an RB one for him. I would get him. You need to package Aaron Jones and a high upside flex for a top four running back. Well, then that would be good. I would do that. Yes. Yeah. yeah just just feel it out in your league. You'll see what's reasonable. I think if you can get an amazing no. value, I would hold him. No, yeah, I, don't I, I don't think you'll be able to. I think just if you're trading at this game. point in your league, then you are really on on pace to lose the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, CMC had a really good week. Um, yeah, he might be the best running back in the league. He's incredible. Oh, he I wish I still had him. Yeah, he's yeah. Really if, fantasy. If, I'm talking about like real life best running if, back. If you didn't, if you didn't draft him when you had the opportunity, uh, you're seeing it in your team now. Your team is probably bad. He had 174 rushing yards in this game. He gets tremendous receiving volume, like he always has. 100 percent of the snaps. Yeah, he's. Left this game briefly at the end with an injury. It was replaced with, uh, I believe, R.J. Bonifant. I'm not even sure if that yeah, first like is correct. Six-yard touchdown or something. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Uh, so I would monitor the injury. They claimed it was just cramps after the game. So if that's the case, then I you're fine, obviously. But, yeah, if you have Christian McCaffrey uh, right into the wheels fall off, he's the best running back in football right now in my book. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I, you didn't draft him, uh, your team, you should reevaluate uh, if you're good at fantasy football. I agree. You know, a lot of people, if they weren't in an auction league, wouldn't have the opportunity to draft him. So. Yes, they would. If they uh, sort of slowly take out the other members of the league before drafting. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs. This one was pretty... I, I did not see coming. He... Third running back on the week. He had 123 rushing yards, two touchdowns. He had three catches. I it was a it was a very good and against the Chicago defense. Pretty crazy. Yeah, so London uh makes the Chicago defense not work so good no more, apparently. Yeah. Uh, well uh, I think a lot of people probably didn't even start Josh Adams. 
Jacobs. They Sorry. definitely weren't started Josh Adams. Sorry, Josh Jacobs. Aiden's still learning team. football. Josh Adams is on the same team. He's a he safety. Is? They got injured. He's a rookie safety. Oh, I thought we were talking about the running back who was on the Eagles last season. No. Anyway, yeah, Jacobs Before, was incredible. Aiden changed the topic to distract you from his lack of studying up on this week's topics. Uh, Jacobs is incredible. Hopefully you started up for this. But uh, we talked last week about how, whether we were concerned, I believe, Matt, you said that you were concerned about Jacobs. And I said that I wasn't because the workload is there. He's getting a lot of touches. Even though there's some of these weird diversions to, like, DeAndre Washington and Jalen Richard. But this is clearly what the ceiling is. The ceiling is very high. They love giving him the work. He gets goal line touches. He's a talented back in every facet. And I'd be happy to have him. Hopefully you traded for him when he was down. Yeah, I was definitely down on him coming into this week. Um, but I wouldn't say – I think rest of season I was fine with him. But I was worried about him definitely in Chicago. But obviously did really well. Matt Breida, fourth running back. He had that long, I think, an 82-yard touchdown. Um, he's really good. They're just really good at running the football in San Francisco. It's like their thing. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan is a magician. Well, San Francisco is just also a really good team this year. This is the week really to pick. This too. is the week to pick Tevin Coleman off of waivers if someone in your league dropped him. Oh, it's too late for that. No, it's not. I picked him up off waivers last night. Oh, nice. Good job, Will. Thank you. Yeah, I picked him up off waivers in another league as well it, before this game. But yeah, um, they're just—I mean—they're limited from. Brita and Coleman are limited from being RB1s just because they split the carries, but they're solid starts. But uh, Both of them are solid starts each week. Um, it'll be it'll be tough to trade for them now, but they and they both look really good in that game. So um, Yeah, the Niners are up a lot. They love running the ball. They run it effectively. I would monitor this Kyle Juszczyk injury, Juszczyk being the fullback who's so effective there. Uh, that could potentially inhibit the effectiveness of the running game. But, yeah, I love both of these guys going forward. And then Dalvin Cook was the fifth running back. Kind of crazy because he had like 220-some yards from scrimmage, but he didn't have a touchdown. So, like, he was he was still running back by without a touchdown. So He's very good. Yeah. And the offense finally threw the ball. That was amazing. Um, wide receivers that did well. Will Fuller. Hey, Will, Holy do you want to cow. talk about Will Fuller? Yeah, I mean, at this point, if you're trying to make a trade in your league or pick somebody off waivers, you're going the wrong direction, and you're probably going to lose the league. That's why you should have drafted Will Fuller, who's going to be the top WR1 for the rest of the season in fantasy football. I would recommend Hey, Will, did you, uh, did you happen to foresee that Fuller was going to have a big game? Did you start him, for example? Yeah, but I wanted to keep it close with Chandler, so uh, and I wanted to hit 163. And I went a little bit over, but uh, we got close. Uh, now, the importance of 163 in terms of your score is that's what it takes to demoralize an opponent. I scored that against an opponent three years ago, and he still hasn't gotten over it. He sends me hate mail on a regular basis. That's, like, kind of accurate. <laughs> um, yeah, he had 14 catches, 217 yards, and three touchdowns, which is, Could like... Could have had more. Could have had more touchdowns. Yeah, he got stopped. He got hit at the one, like, twice, right? Like, yeah, and I believe they targeted him on another drive. I mean, the Texans scored 53 points in this game. Yeah, he uh, – it was kind of weird. Like, he really wasn't doing too much the other games. I mean, he was being targeted downfield, but they weren't hitting him. Um, 
He had a lot of air yards. Yeah, and they finally had a lot of yards after contact. Yak, baby. Yak. <laughs> so yeah, good to, good to see him finally do well because he was. I think he's always kind of. It feels like he's been a boom bust play, but like we hadn't really seen him do anything yet this year, and worried about like Stills being there and Kiki Cutie being out on the field. So it's good to see that he can still do this, and he's at Kansas City next week, so I feel like he's you have to start him. Uh, next is Michael Thomas, who. Just uh, still really good at football. I don't know if there's too much to say here. I mean, yeah, you've been starting him, and with Bridgewater, he's still been fine. So Look, apparently Bridgewater loves throwing it to him. He's been consistent target monster, just like he was with Breeze. Uh, tremendous game here. Yeah, just keep rolling him out. Uh, Amari Cooper is next. He had, what do you have, 226 yards and a touchdown? Yes, he did. He's on the way out. <laughs> He's the number two wide receiver in half-point PPR right now. I mean, but look who was number two wide receiver in half-point PPR last year uh, at this time. I th- who? I think it was Michael Thomas. You have to look it up. Yeah, I'm, pretty sure <laughs> I'm, not gonna... I'm pretty sure it was either Michael Thomas or Devontae Adams. Nathan says he's not going to look it up, and that's why he's ultimately not the champ you want to listen to in fantasy football. You want to listen to me because I look up all of my stats. Yeah, I... For instance, Tom Brady, the best player in football. I'm going to argue that he crushed it. Um, yeah, you're going to start Amari Cooper every week because he's just I get dumber as it. the podcast goes on. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, start Amari Cooper every week. He seems more consistent than he was in Oakland. He was yeah. really good last year in Dallas. Uh, the Dallas offense does, does not appear to be as good as it did against three incredibly soft matchups to start the year, but he got a ton of work in the comeback. They have a soft matchup coming up. What are yeah. they at the Jets? Yeah. That's pretty... That's fine. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Coop, Cooper's a monster. Uh, next is DJ Chark. I Steal the waivers. Yeah, he's the he's the one that um, I definitely didn't think would do very well. And it wasn't like his talent level that I didn't think was there. I think it was... I was not a believer in Gardner Minshew. Um, the Garden Snake. But... It it looks like you can start Chark every week. He's he's catching a lot of like I think he's caught touchdowns in every game but one. So that's like yeah, that's hard to predict, but I think you just have to keep starting him. He's not gonna keep catching touchdowns at this pace, probably, but he's getting a lot of targets, he's getting a lot of work. I think he's talented. And uh Yeah, I would he could be as good as like a top fifteen wide receiver this season. Probably closer to like top eighteen, but very, very good. Hopefully, you got him off waivers. Yeah, he's got a cool down as far as like the touchdowns go. I feel like like it's just it. The Minshew can't. I don't think he can keep that up. But I don't know. Maybe he can. I don't know his life. He's got a great mustache still. And then Adam Thielen finally has. I mean, yeah, I guess he's had some some good games uh, earlier, but. He had seven catches for 130 yards, two touchdowns. This is this first game with a bunch of targets, and it's definitely a classic, like, squeaky wheel gets the grease game. There was a lot of uh, hullabaloo after Minnesota's last game where he didn't get many targets. Kirk Cousins missed him on a deep route. And I believe Kirk went on his own uh, radio show and said, like, I'm going to get you the ball more. He basically apologized to Thielen. And then Thielen blew up in this game. He's very talented. We, yeah, you, it remains to be seen whether they're going to lean on Cousins' arm more because they barely have to this point. This is really the first game. 
but definitely reassuring. Would you sell high on Thielen? Yes. Uh, I don't know that you can't. I've, I've, he's te- really only had one bad week, and that was at Chicago. I think if you're thinking really about bad. trading your players right now, you're in a bad spot. At least he's consistent on this point. He does say it every on single time. Yeah, <laughs> he's. You can also hear it in the intro to this podcast. I'm I'm pretty fine with keeping deal. Like I'm not I'm not looking to trade him, but I just something to bring up. But um, I and we'll get to it later. But Diggs is scary. Ugh. Ugh. And then tight ends. George Kittle uh, finally had a finally had a uh, a good week. Uh, then Gerald Everett, we'll talk to about him more. Um, yeah, on Thursday the night wire. Game. Yeah. Um, so let, we'll we'll talk about that more later. Fells, which I be, I believe that's his second. That's the second time he's been in the top five. I don't remember if he was a top five tight end in the past, but it's his second game where he's caught at least one touchdown. I. I feel like he w- we talked about him earlier and we said don't pick him up. I still don't think. Yeah, he's caught a touchdown before. I think that if you catch a touchdown, you have a good chance to be in the top five. Um, and yeah, he yeah cuts, this, is, he this cuts is a gnarly week for tight ends, too. I, I still wouldn't pick him up. But uh, no. Zach Ertz had a, had a pretty good week. And then Jared Cook finally had a good week. He's been stinking four, it up. I believe four for 40 something in a touchdown. Makes you feel like you can stream him again, which is, is true. You can stream him in the right matchup. Um, but yeah, tight end's really gross. It's gross every year, and it's at this point in the year when it makes like you just get reminded that it's really nice to get one of the top five tight ends at least. Top five, top yes, six. or at some point in the season have three of the top five. Hashtag Aiden. Yes. Hey, which which see, three of the top five to do you think... have right now? So I have Andrews now. I had Kittle and I had Disley. Gotcha. Share the other two. Did he have a good week? Mark Andrews? I didn't really pay attention to him. He like seven. He got injured. He's like, yeah, that's a bad week. He always gets injured. What's up with him? He's diabetic. He has diabetes. Oh. Fun fact. The more you know. All right. Like type one. Wait, type one or type two? Type one. Hmm. All he right. like wears like a patch. Except when he plays football. Interesting. Takes right. away a bat. All right. Let's talk about who we're worried about. And I will talk about the first one since he's near and dear to my heart. Not really. I'm not like a huge fan of his. But Aaron Rodgers, I have him on a fantasy team. He had another bad week after last week being the quarterback too. Here is the thing. I think that he'll still finish the season as a top 12. He's definitely not going to be top 5, top 3. But um, there's a it, like we I said earlier, there's a couple passes that get like Players get tackled, got tackled at the one, and they hand off to Aaron Jones. That could have easily been touchdowns, and we would have been not even talking about Aaron Rodgers right now. I just don't, I don't think that if he, he's going to ever get back to what he was, but I think the that better days are ahead. Like the offense is scoring points. I th- I think they'll just they'll still do well, and it's not like he's not passing the ball at all. So, and Devonte Adams to note wasn't in this game, so. I think he's fine. I don't. I I don't think I would drop him yet. Um, I think you can drop him should you need to. He's streamable now. Yeah, I I agree with Aiden. I think he's a streamable quarterback. He's not a must start in my book. Uh, I agree that 
there will be better games than this. I think you really need Adams back for his production to spike because uh, MVS and Allison just aren't cutting it for the downfield attack. They're just not good enough. They don't fill the void. And uh, the Packers are winning games in spite of all of this. The Packers are playing very well with defensive. The Packers uh, are going to be the top football. team in their division. Now, their next four games are Detroit, Oakland, then at Kansas City, then the Chargers. I think, I mean, I, I think he's fine. Like, I th- if you have him, I don't think you you're don't dropping drop him now. But, like, he's streamable. I mean, but I, I would at least, I mean, you keep him through these first four games, and then he plays, if he does well in all those, like, do you drop him? No, probably not. But I mean, it's, just, it's disappointing, is yeah. basically what we're saying. Yeah, I think those are all good matchups for him. But so yeah, you're you're worried because you're just like, well, shit, I blew this higher pick. Yes. But yeah, I, um, I I I would still keep him. But yeah, I I think if he, I think he's that he's definitely droppable if he's like pretty mediocre throughout those games. But I don't know, and it kind of depends who's out there on your like in ten team leagues. I think you do, you can you're more likely to drop him. Obviously, kind of depends who's out there on the waiver wire, but. Um, I put the whole Cleveland Browns as something I'm worried about. Does anyone want to talk about Cleveland just as like a whole? Chubb, good, rest, fat. Yeah, it's pretty much a nightmare unless... And I, it, are you guys... bad, Odell bad, Jarvis bad, Njoku injured, Chubb good, defense bad. Yeah, it's... uh. So, let's talk a little bit about Odell. Would you guys... Tr- like try to trade Odell now, or would you? I don't think you can get good value if you can like convince. I don't know if you can get like a high end wide receiver too. Maybe like if you could what? sell him the name value, absolutely do it because this is right. really rough. A lot of times you'll have one person in your league who kind of tries to buy up all the good name value players and then ends up not you know having a very good team. In our league, that's Aiden. So if you have somebody like Aiden in your league, I would try to sell OBJ to them. Would you rather have Odell or Adam Thielen? Thielen. Thielen. Diggs. Okay. Well, I, that was just wrong. Yeah, I guess... We'll you, talk about that in a moment. What about Juju or Odell? Oh, that's, take. A, that's a tough one. I don't want either of those players. I'd rather have Odell. I think I'd take Odell as well. I would take Odell. You would have no idea who's going to be playing quarterback week to week for the Steelers anymore. Yeah. Oh, that, was a, that, was a, that was one of our better who are you, uh, or uh, trade value. Um, all right, let's talk about another struggling wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Do you guys Are you guys worried about him at all? He actually has, like, he had a fine yes. week. Um, He's, like, in the Rodgers category. Can't do, can't really do anything with him. But you're really disappointed. I feel yeah. I, this go ahead. I just think that I I it's yeah. He's you have to play him, but it's been so weird. Like why why is he just? It's like a career low for targets for him. Like it's just so weird. Well, the receivers around him have gotten a lot better. Yeah, the receiving core is finally healthy. You have a relatively healthy Stills. You have a healthy QD. You have a healthy Fuller, which obviously you saw come to fruition in this game it's just uh it's just not the same vacuum to fill that he has in the past now it's interesting too because despite the targets being down for him on a career rate he's still got a really big target share it's just unfortunate that he hasn't found the end zone 
uh, he had a fine game in this one. I think, believe he was seven for 88 with no touchdowns. But in a game where Houston scores 53 and Watson goes for like 400-something and five, it's really disappointing to not get even one of those to your star top five pick wide receiver. But well, I agree with Aiden. I don't know what you can do about it. The thing is, Will Fuller's really the star on that team. He's like a young Des Bryant. Uh, they're at Kansas City next week. He'll be I like obviously you're starting him. You're gonna start him every week. I think I I, I think he'll end up finishing the season still. Oh my gosh, he'll be top ten. I think he'll be top five still, but it's frustrating. I mean, he still had week one. He had two touchdowns, but he hasn't had a touchdown since. He could certainly blow up. I would be surprised if he made it back to top five from this point, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's top ten. Yeah. But very talented wide receiver, and he's really good in the red zone. So, And it's these like, t- like these fluky touchdowns to these tight ends. That's kind of like um, Fellows has had, had two last week. Like Yeah, Aikens is poaching. Like that's usually – a lot of those would – usually go to Hopkins but well that's the thing about wide receivers right is that if they're a good wide receiver they get guarded by two or three of the defensive um, sort of uh, cornerbacks or linebackers for instance and so what you really want to look for is those WR2s or WR3s because they are really the WR1s of fantasy football hey Will can you tell me one defensive coverage yeah so that's why I only drafted Uh, so quarterback sneak (laughs) That's where you sneak in and <laughs> tackle the quarterback. Is that a so defensive scheme, Aiden? Five deep. Um, no. <laughs> I, wish, I wish we had a face cam on Aiden for this show. <laughs> They've been pretty good. Anyway, let's move on. Dear Lord. I beat Aiden on Madden 05. No, that's not true. <laughs> all, right, all right. That's not true. Uh, I will defend this. I <laughs> defeated Will without him ever having the ball in the second half. I took the, the kickoff the, the, and I the, ran the clock out without him ever touching it, and I kicked well, the game I'm, winning field goal. No, I'm not saying Don't that. even try this, Will. You did not win. I dominated you. It's not even close. <laughs> I'm not saying you never won. I'm just saying I beat you the first time and most of the times after that. That's not true. You never beat me in Madden NFL or in MVP Baseball 2005, which is your best game. You can't stay out the high heat, Will. No one's denying it. <laughs> what? I hated this. All right, let's talk about Mike Evans. Uh oh, boom bust. He goosed you. He goosed you after the forty pointer. So on average, he's pretty good, right? It's not what you like to see. You want some consistency. The Bucks suck. So unless you're like Chris Godwin, am I right? Well, if you Chris have Godwin all, if legit. you have all inconsistent players, your team will be statistically consistent. Um, that's one of those things that if you are sort of a statistics major like Macker Wilson, we've kind of talked about him on the pod before, you would know. But Macker's team is now in shambles uh, in our <laughs> league. And that's one of the things that uh, really his opinion doesn't mean much anymore. Um, so everything that you just said was doesn't mean much because Macker would think it? Macker's also a philosophy minor. He does have a philosophy minor. That's the only cool thing about him. Anyway, Mike Evans goosed you. He uh, he's still got a lot of air yards. He's like Will Fuller in that regard. But man, the consistency's not there at all. Godwin is destroying. He looks like I believe he's the wide receiver one on the season. He could finish that way. He's just a monster. He's getting touchdowns. He's getting targets. Uh, he and Evans in this game, 
not my joke. They combined for 7 one, 25 and 2. I don't know why Evans doesn't get any receptions anymore. It's rough, fellas. It's rough out there. Would you rather have Evans or OBJ? Evans? OBJ. Oh, man. Uh, OBJ. I, I think I would take Evans, but I, uh, I'm not happy about it. I think the underlying metrics are better. Can for I Evans. trade both for Thielen? You want to trade both of them for Thielen? Yes. Oh, I don't. I don't like that. I would do that. Oh, I want to. I want to insert one player on the same team who is not here. I just want to close the door on this saga because Matt has this guy, and I have him in a different league. You can feel free to cut OJ Howard. Yeah. He caught a ball. He caught a foul ball at the Rays game today. Yes. And it's as many catches as he had <laughs> in the Bucks game he went on Sunday. It was a really good catch. Yeah, he's droppable, hundred uh, percent. There's no, there's no reason to, to catch. Him. Actually, don't drop him. He's team ten base, so you know it's whatever. Uh, you could, you could, you drop, drop JJ Watt. He's though. a boss. He's bad. He's he's combined for as many points as George Kitt- less points than George Kittle had last week. So, if if you're thinking about dropping players at this point in the season, you probably already lost. Uh, that's, that's what? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think we've talked about this player a lot, but Stephon Diggs. Um, so yeah, the offense is only only can support one wide receiver right now, and that's Steven. So Diggs bad drop. Yeah, there's also he was he barely played this week. Put I believe he was a late decision. But also there's all this noise about whether they might trade him. Not a lot of uh, fire yet to that smoke. Uh, but yeah, this is really tough. Don't you have to have fire to have smoke? Uh, no. Well. Um, it could be just well, it could just be smoldering. It depends on your definition of smoke. Uh, as a sort of a STEM major, I'm, I can answer you this question for you. What, what uh, about the so, Eagle Scout in the room? Can the Eagle Scout in the room talk about smoke? Pro- probably not. Again. Um. So here's the thing. Uh, if you're still sort of looking at trades or the waiver wire at this point in the season, you've probably lost your league. Did you say probably, like your chances are smoldering? Can, can we put but this on a, a soundboard? But with a gust of wind, they could envelop and turn to a playoff contender. Send some embers our, into the I field think next this door. Is our best episode yet. I don't even think we're doing it for other people at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it for ourselves, Will. This is some sort of sick psychological exercise. Oh, good content. Anyway, I would I would try to trade digs. We've said it before. We were saying it weeks ago. I would try to move. All right, let's say. To add would you value. take this trade, Frank Gore for Stefan Diggs? No, <laughs> um, I would rather have no. Frank Gore. Yeah. So now no, you're just picking up waiver fighter to trade for Diggs. I would actually take Diggs over Gore. Really? I, I guess I it depends on what your team needs, but yeah, it depends on who you have. But um, I I would. I, I just don't like because Gore. There's not really much upside. Like Diggs, something like could happen. Like there. Aiden's haunted. I don't know about that. It's tough. I think I just think the running backs are more valuable. But also, I don't think that's the kind of deal that you're you should be trying to make with Diggs. I think you should be trying to package him, like add the name value in to make a piece a more enticing. Sweetener. Yeah, definitely as a pot sweetener. But if you can't do that, you might be better off just dropping him. He's just burning a hole on your bench right now. Yeah. No, I'm actually starting to like... No, you're not. Are you really? Is it going to be after the bye week, like week 10? Dear Lord. 
I'm I'm zero and five in last place in my other league. I'm four and one in first place. <laughs> oh, and this is also the league where no one else, the only one other person, like knows fantasy. Wait, wait! I thought your team, the team that you drafted in that other league, was amazing. Yeah, it, what it, happened? It, it was amazing. But remember, this is who was on it: uh, Saquon, oh, uh, Baker, oh, uh, Stefan Diggs, oh. Brendan Cooks, oh, <laughs> ah. uh, James Conner, uh, oh. uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, let's see, um, uh, Alshon Jeffries. Pretty using that's team. pretty good. And Darius Guise. There he is, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenyon Drake. <laughs> is uh, is Darius Guise? Is he? Uh, can we pick him Dur- up? Guise, just... like Jews, like. What? Jarius Guise sounds like a Dodgers reliever. Oh, beautiful. Bad and irrelevant? Yes. Darius Guise. Yeah. Good content. All right, let's jump into the waiver wire. This is Kyle a- Allen bad. Went this to A&M. Gardner Minshew good. Went uh, to Washington State. Even though his head coach is uh, Mike Leach went to Tech. So now Gardner Minshew also bad. So, so anyway, Matt. Um, so I, I looked. I don't think there's, there's a lot of really good options. At, uh, to stream it kind of depends who's out there but he but Kyle Allen's at Tampa Bay he, he only had one really good game when he was at Arizona but if you really need someone I don't think he's the worst um I I kind of like Gardner Minshew more just because he's been more consistent out of the two what do you guys think as far as waiver wire target Gardner Minshew uh, has a home matchup against New Orleans I think that's a pretty good matchup He's been relatively consistent up to this point. If you're desperate, I don't mind streaming him. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty barren week on the waiver wire overall, a lot like last week. But if you have to stream Gardner Minshew, I'd be fine doing that. I think he's probably a top 15 finish at the least. Yeah. If you're having to pick up players off the waiver wire at this point, I think you're pretty much done. You should have been uh, sort of drafting two of every position, so you should have a kicker, a defense, a tight end, a quarterback, a wide receiver, and a running back on your bench. And if you don't, I'd say uh, rough going for you. I don't agree with that last. The last thing you said, I didn't agree with that. Can we? Okay. That was bad. Get everything before it. Yeah, <laughs> we're uh, gonna edit that one out. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. Um, uh. So anyone else on quarterbacks? I did like a cursory look. I mean, like Bridgewater's at Jacksonville. No. How do you guys feel about Colt McCoy at Miami? No. How do you? I think I would almost be willing to start the Miami defense. I'm starting the Redskins defense. How do you all feel about Andy Dalton at Baltimore? At Baltimore? No, no. chance. It seems terrible. What, think... about, what about Jimmy G at the Rams? I don't even like that. Yeah. 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 You like that? At the Rams? The Rams suck. He might have to throw. I could see that happening, but their they're defense. I think the Niners defense is actually legit. I bet the, I do too. I bet the Niners win that game. That Niners defense is dope. I, at the I, Rams, I, I, would, I would not. But if yeah, it was in San Francisco, I, I would. But. I wouldn't start him at the Rams. I'd do it over Minshew or Allen. I I could see, I could I I think Minshew, but I could see it over Allen if you if Jimmy G was out there. Um, okay. I mean Mariota at Denver. No thanks. No, no. Mm-mm. All right, let's go into running backs. We got into this. Gallman's going to be out. I, we don't think Saquon's going to play. Um, so Jonathan Hilleman, he got. I wouldn't play him. I, yeah, it, this is like if you real like you have a bunch Still of buys and injuries. Look, I'm playing Peyton Barber, guys. I'm re- I'd rather play Peyton Barber. So, so if you had that's, fun that's fun fact, he had nine carries last game for 
20 yards. He actually ran a lot of routes, but he only caught one pass. Week before, he had 10 carries for 33 yards. I think he had a fumble. Um, He's not good. Patriots are too good. Don't play him. Yeah, this is, like, really, really desperate. Like, there's literally no one else, because you know he's going to get, like, an amount of targets, and you know that he's going to get some carries. You really are just banking on he's going to catch some passes, because he's not the carries aren't... Unless something crazy happens, he's probably not getting a touchdown. Yeah, this is not very enticing, but it is definitely a bi-week desperation play. Yeah. Uh, and then Chase Edmonds, like we brought up before, I think... If I would, yeah, you should have been on him David Johnson. Yeah. That, if you have Johnson target him, I, unless you really need like a spot start, I would get him, but I wouldn't spend too much fab on him either way because... The, the tight end, David Johnson, I think, is also viable for this week where everybody's really short on tight ends. Yes. Ren, Yishrao, I'm looking at you. The only one who's <laughs> rostered and played him in an actual game. No, he didn't. Did he? He did not roster yeah. and play. Oh, God. He did play him in one game, I'm pretty sure. All right. Um, anyone else in running backs? Are you guys thinking about getting any of the, like, handcuffs, right? Like, for anyone? or No. I think this is a really bad week for running backs. I just don't see anything of value here. Like, what about a nice Edo Smith? Absolutely not. Edo no, no. Smith is not that good, although he did have a decent week. He, yeah, he, he did. Um, yeah, that's that's about it, running back-wise. Nothing super exciting. Um, I would consider... The only handcuff I really consider is probably Madison. I like... Just because he, he's shown that he's going to... He's really good. He's shown that he's got a lot of talent. And if Cook goes down, it will be good. But I don't know. He, I feel like he should be rostered more than he is. Um, wide receivers. So, I feel like this might be a worse week for wide receivers. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. No, all of mine are playing. That's, that's good. Um, so, there's two, two Miami wide receivers. I would say Preston Williams, Devontae Parker. Um, I feel like somebody has to do well. They're playing Washington. Like, what, what do you guys think about either of those two guys? Uh, no, I'm. There's like a tiny, tiny part of me that's interested in Williams and Slayton, or Slayton's. We'll talk about him in a moment. Parker, I think, is a fine roster because he's getting a lot of yards for the most part. I think if you really need a wide receiver fill in, he's fine. Uh, somebody in this podcast has already started in this season, and it was fine. Who? Preston Williams. It was eight. Oh, but Aiden's kind of doing badly in our league. I would say he's floundering, but I'm not quite fifth. in shambles. I'm in fifth. That's, that's not playoff caliber. In a I'm one game league. back. I'm not concerned five weeks in. I'm extremely I I think you could pick it. You could take a flyer on Preston Williams. I would not spend more than like a book on him maximum. Yeah, you've got to be in but, like a real bad spot. Yeah. I'd spend 53 on Sterling Shepard the week before he gets injured. Um, the only other guy I wanted to talk about is Darius Slayton. Um, so we talked about all those injuries to everyone, basically, on the Giants. And I, Slayton had a touchdown last week. I think he had four catches, about 60 yards. And someone does have to catch the ball at some point, you would think. I don't really want to start him, but like deeper leagues, or you're just for some reason you're you've got a bunch of people on by because I don't know, but he's he's gonna get some targets probably with all these wide receivers out. 
Yeah, he's he could be an interesting spot start, but I would if I had any other options, I would just avoid the entire offense. Yeah, you really don't want to start him. I mean, I'd rather start like an Emmanuel Sanders or like obviously like Terry McLaurin. He he's a good great oh, start. This these week. are all these are all easy choices. I would um, rather start. I think I would rather start Curtis Samuel over him. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather start Curtis Samuel. Um. Yeah. I, How about they, AJ Brown. No, I don't. I don't. Want he's that. not getting enough targets. What if? Okay, so in the scenario, you're like, eh. My team's not projected a lot anyway. He goes off every now and then. Why not? I think I'd rather just take like a Devontae Parker in that instance because you. But you Devontae least... Parker hasn't done that yet. AJ Brown has. He's got a touchdown. Devontae Parker has. I just yeah, mean AJ like Brown's someone's got to catch three. something in that that offense. I probably would have drafted better in the first place. There it is. That's. Have you said that yet on the show, like live, since we've been recording? No, the thing I've been saying is that if you, you probably shouldn't be making trades your way. That's not specific to me. and I, uh, I I don't really have a lot more to say. Didn't you make a trade, like, last week? Weird. Oh, yeah, that was when I fleeced Nathan for Royce Freeman. Didn't you do another thing? All right. It was so the Marcus Robinson and Royce Freeman. Weird. All right, let's what? move on to let's talk about tight ends yeah let's move on so bad 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 so pick one up and just run with it i think that there is an interesting pickup i think chris herndon is an interesting pickup um Herm done nope he he was suspended the first four games um he was starting to kind of problematic player he's he was starting to get it together uh end of last season and he looked good in the preseason um I, and they have been using the like, they haven't been throwing it to the tight end a lot because their tight end is bad, uh, and they have had Luke Falk in there. But I think with Sam Darnold, there there's some reason to have an amount of hope in Herndon. Um, he's he's a pretty talented player, I think. So I I think he's a fine pickup now. Uh, yeah, supposedly there was some controversy or not controversy. There was some uncertainty from uh, Coach Adam Gase as to whether he'd be activated this week. I don't remember if that's been resolved yet, but I would suspect he's going to play. He's a really good release valve in the offense. He got a lot of work at the end of last season. He got a lot of work in the preseason, and I think I think Darnold likes having that option underneath. So I he's definitely a capable bye week fill in, which a lot of people will need, especially. If you have Waller, and if you got saddled with a bus tight end or like a Delaney Walker or somebody, I would definitely be interested in picking him up off of waivers. Yeah, I. What, what, how do you feel about having like if if your tight end's on by this week or you have Evan Ingram who's hurt? Um, how, like I'm not really comfortable just like throwing him in there if you need to start this week. Right, do you, do you feel fine doing it or like? Assuming that all that stuff gets resolved about him being activated, like let's they say he's playing, like do you feel like would you rather start him or like a Jason Witten who's getting like seven points, eight points a game? I I think I would. That's very close. I think I would rather start Herndon. It's tough because you don't know what the offense is going to look like with Darnold back and Herndon back, and neither of them having played in a while. But the other waiver wire tight end options, at least in our league, are really dire. Because you could take yeah, a flyer I, on Jared Cook. You could take it, a flyer on some of these other guys we're about to mention. But I think it, I like Herndon for the target share. It's also a matter of who you're playing. 
So if I in my league, if I'm playing a team that I uh, think is 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 sort of bad, don't you think everyone's bad though? So no, but so if I'm playing a team like Timo, for instance, or a team like Tanner, or a team like you know Rhett Niche, or a team that used to be good but is kind of in shambles, like Macker, (laughs) I I probably start with um, if I'm playing a team that I have some a a lot of respect for, um, then I'm gonna start. And I can't think of an example right off the top of my head, but I'm probably going to start Herndon in that case. Um, you can't. You can't think. Okay. Well, yeah, I think you. Yeah. So I, my my advice is if like if you're looking for a long term tight end, then Herndon's the way to go. If you're looking for just like a spot, spot start. start, I would um, I would look somewhere else. Um, let's talk about Gerald Everett a little bit. He had another good week. He had seven catches, 136 yards. The week he before, be he had something. a touchdown. I think he'd be num- my number one pick for waiver tight end, and I know a thing or two about waiver tight end. So. It is your specialty. Um, if you're still picking up waiver... But then I trade him away and get slight upgrades everywhere else, so it works out. Yeah, if you're trading at this point in the year... <laughs> um... <laughs> I will, it just stops. I will say for like a spot start, he might be good because if I think there's a chance Cooks doesn't play in this game. Um, in that yeah, case, I would, I would definitely roll him out. We don't I really know. He has a Cooks is Cooks think, is quote asymptomatic, but who knows what that? Ah, good content. Um, or he doesn't have content. symptoms. Um, I would also say Jimmy Graham if he's available. He's probably not. I think sixty percent of leagues. He's, but, um, <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. Um, Interessante. But yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Graham, especially if Devontae Adams is out. If he's not, then I'm not as interested, but if he's available, Jimmy Graham might not be the worst. I don't know. Anyone else waiver wire wise, tight end wise, you guys are looking at? Uh, don't pick up James O'Shaughnessy because he is done for the season. And Jaguars tight end. Don't pick up another Jaguars tight end. Weirdly, yes. I wasn't planning on it. I can't believe you weren't. <laughs> but if you were, don't do it. Yeah. I oh if I guess Jared Cook is was dropped in our league, so if he's out there, my yeah, I think Jared Cook is a capable spot start. I mean, he's at Jacksonville, so I'm not excited about it. But... Yeah, it's not good. Look, the Jacksonville D is not good this year. Ooh, we're what not a... playing Jalen Ranger right now, so... I already know your answer, but I know that this has been done before. Rhett Ellison. He is, he's had production oh. when Evan Ingram is missed before. I But they're against Ellis. the Patriots. I assume no one wants him. Yeah, I I don't want to take a flyer on a backup tight end in a Thursday night game against what might be the best defense in the Yes, yeah, so either that, either that tight end will get negative two or 20. Yes, Rhett Ellison is going to throw an interception. Hmm. Mm. Well, we have had two weeks in a row with like random people throwing interceptions. So, look, it's the trend of the year. Watch out! All right. I yeah, think... I mean, Dak does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think that'll do it for this one. We will catch you all next week. I think this was our best one yet. <laughs> I think I think we keep improving every time. It's fantastic. I'm here. Because this kick and goal isn't going to do anything for his defense with a high ceiling that I have, you know? 
He's starting Stefan Diggs. <laughs> Stefan Diggs is ranked 16th in his position. Shut up, Will. He's taking off the free agency waivers. I don't like guys going the waivers. That's how you win the freaking league.